0: Well, you know that saying, if something goes wrong, it will? Well, I'll tell you something. Was it last Saturday or Sunday? Everything that could possibly have gone wrong during a late afternoon deer hunt out by Mill May, you know, May's landing area, with my lovely Dee Marie, We're a guest of great friend of Rack and Fin Radio for many years, Hugh Carberry, shout out to Carberry, went wrong. And yet the results? My lovely ladies, it does it again. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of January 22nd and 23rd. Long story short, schedules have been crazy. Have not deer hunted as much as we would have liked this past year. Venison's black getting low, low. So we wanted one more deer, stoke up the freezer to get us through the uh, mid-spring through early summer grilling season. Then we're all into the fishing a whole bit like that. So we're out there, and I'm just, we're first of all, got turned around we We finally find the hunting area great. We're in as Marie's getting set up in the blind Said, Let me go check this out. check out the bay pile I had a little bit of here, a little bit of there. low bush blueberry, all three hundred pounds of me hit the friggin ground. boom, face first, so I'm there struggling all tangled up in my car hearts camel. T- I look like a turtle and a tortoise is upside down. Marie's like ah." Oh, I, I. I get struggle up, get everything straightened out, get to everybody, okay, everything's good, everything's, get back. Now, thank God I'm covered with scent shield. If that stuff really works, who knows? Obviously it does. Get back in the blind. Deemre's looking like, oh, God, what did I bring you? Why did I bring you? But My lovely lady, she has a heart of gold, heart of platinum when it comes to me. So, here's the deal. So, we're sitting down, and everything's quiet, and we start to hear some crows, heard a squirrel, whatever. Then, I swallow wrong. You ever do that? I'm chewing a piece of gum and so you swallow wrong. <coughs> excuse me, trying to suppress it like that. If there was a look that can kill, Marie was giving it to me. So my head's exploding. My eyes are popping out. And she's all of a sudden, she just stops, freezes and said, whispers, there's two deer out there. Here they come. Don't bleeping move. Now I'm half in a swallow my face is the color of a valentine on Valentine's Day, you know, a box of candy. Bill comes in, very quiet, five minutes later. Now, we're we're in the blind, maybe ten minutes. Five minutes after, there, in it comes, cat and mouse, cat and mouse, cat and mouse, cat and mouse between the trees and the brush, cat and mouse, opening, wham! Deer went all of about 15 yards. What a shot. Took out the heart and the right leg. We have venison down. Just want to say, my lovely Dee marie actually like says, never give up. If anything could go wrong, it's going to go wrong when Tom P's there. But she was the, uh, she even the odds. Congratulations to my lovely lady. Hey, Morelli Jam Show coming up. Chuck Foremski, the fly show next week. After that, we have Nick Hanaszewski, Saltwater Underground, back for his second season. His show kicks ass. And after that, Captain Jim Frieda. Going to have a seminar, a couple of seminars at the Fly Show. Saltwater fly rotting for stripers. So grab that cup, grab that Rebel Jam show. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Mm, Man, deer down. Got to love it. Oh, oh, oh. So here's the best part. Even better. Got to give a shout out to John Sclorette. Uh, and we we so we stop in, I gotta make this at my and we stop in Danny's pizza bazaar, because you know I have to eat. I have to eat all the work I did almost messing up this entire hunt. I gutted, gutted, uh, Denise and Hugh, to the deer, dragged out. like I don't do that work. Nah, nah, nah. Dying for it. Now this place is right behind Bucktails Outfitters there. What's that old Harding Highway? So we're in there, guy comes in, camo hat, and he comes up to me, he says, Hey, is that your truck? I said, Uh-oh. I said, he says, I've been listening to you. All these years. Shout out to John Sclorette from Maison. Johnny, thanks for listening. I hope you got the Rack and Fin Radio cap a nice buck on the side running through. Your official Rack and Fin Radio member. Okay, people, now grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Hey, it's show time. Kicked off a couple of weeks ago with the wildly successful Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo. Shout out to Jerry Vessels. Congratulations, Jerry. You kicked ass. Did a great job. Well, Some shows are being canceled. Garden State um, Outdoor Expo, that was canceled that same weekend. Uh, We're going to find out uh, about the Suffering Show, what's going on. There is a show coming up next weekend. Balls to the wall, all systems go. The largest fly fishing show, I believe, in the country. Maybe the guests will uh, correct me on that, but it's been around a long time. Tom P, fly fishing on Rack and Fin Radio. Hell yeah. Now listen, a little bit of a drive. We'll get into that later. Up there in Edison, it's going to be at the New Jersey Convention and Exposition Center. Very easy to get to. Every major highway goes right there. This is the bass fishing. Okay, that's sort of flat now. General freshwater has been flat. Steady business over there. The one, I think, the one area that's still growing, albeit slowly, but still showing signs of growth, hasn't really flatlined. By flatline, I mean, you know, staying steady, is the fly fishing end of things. This show has it all. Okay, you're talking uh fifty-one seminars. Fifty-one seminars over three days, a destination theater, an adventure theater. This thing is a mon- to me, the $18 price. You sit there and just watch. Okay, covers covers, you know, the exotic, you know, like Mongolia, you know, Iceland, Belize, Chile, Labrador, Cuba, blah, blah, blah. But then you got the back to basics of one seminar, back to basics, fishing spring creeks, wet flies. I had a great article on a fisherman years ago by say so myself called Getting It Wet. Oh, yeah, wet flies, the most underrated way to catch trout, especially in the springtime. Also great on smallies. And uh, the Keep It Simple, Stupid Guide to Hatches and Pattern Headers. Also, 15 classes over three days with the experts, fly tying classes, and 13 casting demonstrations. Mary Mother of God, it has it all. And joining us on the live right now. Is Chuck Ferimsky. He is with the Fly Fishing Show. Chuck, glad to have you back. Now, your fly tying symposium was a monster, monster success back in November. What's this, an encore? What are you doing here, brother?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I semi retired, but yet I'm going you to. Never every show to help out. You never retire. You
0: never retire, Forimsky, semi or well, otherwise.
1: <laughs> my, my son gave me the tying symposium to keep because that was my. My baby, and it's a smaller show and it's less work. He's working 12 hours a day to put on these fly fishing shows. I call him. He can't talk. He said, Dad, I just got 10 <laughs> emails while I talk to you. I got to hang up. Well, he, Chuck- he's working so hard. This show's going to be awesome. And I'm so glad uh, we're having such a success getting people excited about it. Uh, it's going to be really, really well, busy. Oh, Chuck,
0: you have, it's at the convention, it's a beautiful facility. And listen, by the way, Chuck's an Ocean City boy. Yes, right here in Iraq and Fan radio. This is a city, an ocean city boy. My first encounter with Ferenski. What is that guy doing? What is that guy doing over there? Watched him catch and, and I didn't I wouldn't believe it unless I saw it myself. I'm you know, fly fishing on off. watched him catch a flounder in probably twelve to maybe sixteen inches of water, which he showed me later was a crab fly that looked so real I wanted to put it in the gravy. Chuck, remember that? <laughs> Yeah. I says I said you can't do that, and you said I just did.
1: <laughs> you're still bugging me to
0: give you one. Forget it. I said I'd buy it. Chuck at a greatly oh. reduced oh, rate. Oh, at that's a greatly different. reduced rate. Though, though. You, you paid for anything? <laughs> yeah. He's ki- he's killing me. Can we, can we cut his time down? Well, Chuck. Also, now I remember when the first fly show, uh, you and Barry Serviente, uh, yeah. uh started. I remember we're sitting around the table and Wood Advertising, having coffee, and Dick Wood to said, Tom P, we were off on a Friday. We started, he says, are you, uh, you're going to go home. I said, yeah, a little bit up North Jersey at the time, part-time, back and forth. Take a ride by, see how it's going. Well, Chuck, I left, I'll never forget that day. It was in the early 90s, was it not? Mid-90s? When was that?
1: Yeah, well, I think it was 89. Or 89? 89. 89 or 90, yeah,
0: listen, real close. It, listen, it was a sleet and freezing, it rained down Ocean City. I got up to the parkway around Brick. And it turned to sleet and freezing. I get up there, and I'm drunk. And I slowly went by. And now, listen, trust me on this. I never did drugs, so my memory's fine, okay? (laughs) Chuck, I'll never forget. It was still a half hour before opening for Rimsky. Listen, two deep, sometimes three deep, and that line had to be 100 yards long if it was an inch. It and was I, this is before cell phones. I stopped at a gas station, put it cost me, I think, three dollars, Chuck, to get down here to get hold of Dick and Ocean. <laughs> I said, I said, Mr. Wood, you're not gonna believe it. He says, No kidding. I said, man, he says, well, if anyone's gonna make it work, it's for Rimsky. And it went from there. So Chuck, you've been around since then. It's grown in leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. I think there's close to what? Close to close to 300 exhibitors. There's thirty thousand dollars listeners in door prizes. This show yeah. is a monster. And, Chuck, let's get into it. I mean, planning this, uh, the history of the fly show, there's a need for it. Now, is this? Uh, there's a series of fly shows around the country. Is this the biggest?
1: Oh, absolutely, and, and the most. Uh, we we go to, well, this year uh, we're at six cities. And last year I looked at some past records. We, we did 10 one year when Barry and I had the show. We did a show in Texas. We did a show. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, we we did. A, uh, I just watched the news the other day, and Charlotte got like an inch of ice down there. Well, we did a show in Charlotte one year, and it it rained overnight Saturday and Sunday. It turned to ice. Well, they have no equipment in Charlotte <laughs> for anything, and, and and about oh, I don't know, maybe a hundred people came to the show when we normally get mm-hmm. a couple thousand. It was amazing. But when, when you're talking about that first show in Somerset,
0: I'll never forget Mar- that one. Was...
1: and I were nervous as heck because we spent all the money that we had between the two of us to pay for the rental of the place, the advertisement, you name yep. it. We thought, well, if we get 2,500 people, maybe we'll make a couple bucks to invest for the next year. Well, I think we got 6,500 people.
0: That, <laughs> and that was, and listen, by the next year, you the exhibitors were in the hallways. Remember that, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I remember coming and says, "What's this? What's this?" I thought they were yeah. no. These were paying exhibitors. You had a pack because, again, for this market, Chuck, it's the biggest and only game in town. Now, listen, uh, admission is eighteen dollars, and that you know per day uh, twenty-eight dollars for two days, thirty-eight for three days. Children five and under uh, are free. Ages six to twelve, five dollars. Scouts under sixteen in uniform active, free. Military with ID ten dollars. Well, Chuck. You basically have it covered. You have the who's who of fly fishing, Chuck, I would say, around the world here as yeah. guests, lining them up. Schedules are jammed as they are. How did you get this? I mean, yeah, Bobby Romano, Jason Randall, yeah, Captain Gene Quigley, you mentioned, Andy Mill, former husband of Chris Everett, I believe. You yeah. got Timmy Camisa, Tom Boyd, Gary Borger, Barry and Kathy Beck. Minga Mort, you got them all here, Chuck.
1: Well, it, you know, it's a balancing act. Just like you said, there are other shows around the country, but they're usually one-day shows by, by a, a club, a right. local local trout club or fly fishing club or whatever. They don't have the revenue because they don't get the big crowds. It's only a one-day show. They get maybe four or 500 people. Well, you know, these celebrities aren't cheap. You have to give them money. You have to pay for their flights, their rooms, right. their food. And as many as we have... The only way we can do it, believe it or not, is because of, maybe because of you. You know why? Because you get the customers to come. They buy a ticket. We take that money and we say, okay, we have enough to hire four more celebrities. And then first thing you know, we get enough people at a show like this coming up. We get so many people. We have the money. and We could add to it and get Mm -hmm. more celebrities and just make it busier and busier. So everybody helps everybody out, especially the customers now because a lot of people are afraid with all the news you know who the heck knows we might open the doors and uh they might say hey Crimea was just invaded and everybody says I'm not leaving they might drop a bomb on my town there you go, right <laughs> people get afraid of everything it's on the news all the time but we you know we're going straight ahead with everything we don't like expect any problems you know I check every week and I call up there to the convention center, and I find out what shows they have, and I find out was there any problem, any mm-hmm. fist fights because someone <laughs> didn't want to wear a mask? mask okay, never, never a problem, and they get big crowds, and everybody loves it. So well, Chuck, we're I'm, happy that we're we're doing the show. We didn't cancel.
0: Okay, it's the elephant in the room, Chuck. About the COVID, what's the deal? Mask voluntary? Do you? Uh, do you we're have doing vo- whatever
1: the state okay. uh, requires, in the community. The only only restrictions would be from the health guy that's in charge of that that county and we're following all the rules and basically there's there's no absolute requirement for you you can wear a mask you could not wear a mask but we were we would hope and i can't give you the statistics but my guess is that there's more people that prevented getting sick by getting vaccinations and taking all the precautions on an individual basis these are fly fishermen fly tires you know they pay attention to their health. They want to be fishing and getting in the mm-hmm. outdoors. They're not going to, they're not going to abuse themselves and take take advantage of places and going where they shouldn't be. So mm-hmm. at the tying symposium, we had no problems at all.
0: There you go. Well,
1: and, I, and by the way, I went on to that. I went down to Wildwood to the show. Uh huh. And everybody was happy. The people that wore masks were a, a guy and his wife and a couple kids, mm-hmm. which you would expect because sure. they're worried about their kids, and and guys like three and four guys that are maybe uh, buddies that fish together. They they were walking around and everyone was fine, and and I had no problems uh, at my show, and they didn't have any, so. Sure. Nobody ever called me to complain.
0: There we go. Listen, we're talking to Chuck Foremsky. Topic is the fly fishing show next week, January 28th, 20, 29th, and 30th at the New Jersey Convention Exposition Center up in Edison. Very easy run from any point. Okay, from from Cape May, it's going to be a ride. We get that. But for the most part, yeah, two and easy and a half to get hours. to. Shop for the newest tackle. Book your next dream trip. Uh, Chal, listeners, by the way. So I met a guy, man, he was raving about it. He happened to be an exhibitor. I at the dollar store of all places. I'm not going to mention the South Jersey town, but it was down here. And, uh, hey, Tom P. whoa, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He says, you're going to be at the fly show? I said, probably going to be ice fishing. I may try to get there on Sundays. Ice fishing. <laughs> a guy from Chandler Camp's up there in Arista County, Maine. Raves about the. Raves Atlanta show. Ra- yeah, raves about the show, raves yeah. about the results. Tom P it's it's a part of fly fishing is a part of the show. It is the show. Listen, there's gonna be fly tying demonstrations, casting demonstrations. Chuck, but we only have a couple minutes left. Two things I want to focus on, which a master on your part and Benji and Mrs. Farim- Mrs. Farimski's part there. Women and youngsters involved Absolutely. with this. Talk about that. We've got a couple of minutes. Go.
1: We have we have some young guys tying flies and demonstrating, and we have we have adult clubs that have tables at the show that are going to show kids how to tie flies, how to do knots. Not only the kids, but the parents that don't the, the kids will know more than some of the parents. <laughs> and the parents, first thing you know, they sit in a chair and they tie a
0: fly, and then there's casting
1: going on all the right. time. I hate to correct you because you're usually always right. You mentioned fifty seminars during the show. That's fifty a day, not during the whole show. Every day we have over fifty talks. I don't know how you can pick out what you want to see. You don't have time to do anything. Chuck,
0: math was never my come on, math was never my strong <laughs> point. But we have Ask like my eight banker.
1: rooms, four big <laughs> right. seminar rooms and fly tying demos and casting going on every hour. You pick what you want to go to.
0: Chuck, I will tell you. People think I'm. About, I'm sorry. Three days. This should maybe be a four or five day event because there's <laughs> that much in there. About it. Chuck, your your take on the importance of women, the economic engine, women in the not only the fly fishing but the fishing industry itself. To me, it's an untapped resource. Your opinion?
1: Well, I'll tell you. I never saw uh, anything about women guides when I first started to fish. Now every fly shop has a woman guide, and a number of them. Went independent. There's like there three, three or four gals that are real good fly fishers. They have their own guide service, and you go out in, in a trip maybe out west, especially in Colorado or Montana or Wyoming. Man, these are these are great uh, guides, and these women aren't. Yep. You know, they're not sitting home knitting and doing laundry <laughs> and
0: dishes. <laughs> Listen, that's pure <laughs> That was it me? Well, Chuck, we're up against a break. Chuck, people want to find out more about the fly show. Buy tickets in advance. What's the deal Where do they go?
1: Just go on the, the website, flyfishingshow.com, and all the information is on there, plus the brochure. Everything's listed on there. Just click on it and find
0: it out. Okay, Farimsky, I may darken your doorway on Sunday the 30th, because I'm going to be ice fishing my whatever off on the 28th and 29th. I'll, uh, I'll see, well, you'll hear me coming, Farimsky. You know that's the yeah, you know what?
1: <laughs> you better be careful. You better measure the thickness of that ice, because the last time I saw you... <laughs> You might be a little uh, uh, overweight for the
0: thickness of the ice, Tom. He's he's, he's killing me. Again, that's, that's, that's pure <laughs> for Rimsky. That's, pure no, that's <laughs> a lie. You lost a lot of weight. I
1: can't wait to
0: see it. Chuck, you take care. Best everybody. God spares. We'll see you there. Listen to okay. the Fly Fishing Show, January 28th, 29th, 30th, New Jersey Convention and Exposition Center, Edison, New Jersey. Free parking! That's oh, critical. absolutely. Go that's to,
1: one of the best things.
0: Go to flyfishingshow.com. Get tickets in advance. You will... if you. Even the slightest interest in fly fishing. Hey, it's showtime. What are you doing in the winter? It's cold. It's raining. Get to this show. It will. It, it possibly could change your angling life. Chuck, you take care. Best of all. See you next week, brother.
1: Okay, see ya.
0: Be good. Way along on that segment. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Here we go, look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom Pete. That was Chuck Foremsky at a fly show next week, and it's going to be a monster. Get there, try the long rod, especially in the saltwater and things. Uh, coming up a little later in the show, Captain Jim Frieda, Saltwater Stripers on the fly. Hey, we said Showtime. Talk about Showtime. Saltwater Underground, back for season two. That is a kick-ass, close-to-home fishing show hosted by none other than Nick Honishevsky. It's back for the second year on the Sportsman's Channel. It airs Fridays at 10.30 a.m. and Sundays at 4.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. through March. I'm I'm a Nicky Magnum. I remember he was a young gun. I think that's where he got the name, Nicky Magnum. A young gun starting out years ago with the Fisherman Magazine. He has since climbed the ladder. And with this guy's personality and knowledge and love of fishing, the sky, I say the sky, the consolation's not even the limit. Nicky Magnum, thanks for joining us, bro. What's up, Tommy P?
2: What's going on, my brother? We got having Saltwater
0: <laughs> Underground back on track, season two, one. Congratulations on that, because this is a very tough industry to TV into things. You got some. You got some great sponsors. Let's see. You got Savage Gear, Bubba, Shimano, Grunins, Fisherman Supply. Shout-out up there to Izzy and Ez, man. She kicks ass. Yeah. And also, uh, Grumpy's tackle there in Seaside. Nick, congratulations. Sign-on seg- uh, second season. Go, bro. What's it all about?
2: Uh, it's awesome, brother. Thanks again for having me on. I always love being on your show. Um, second season's awesome, man. We're filmed all in New Jersey. So, no. any listeners in no. the tri-state area, which, I- yeah, <laughs> which is cool, you know, because so many shows out there are just like – Florida focused, or like, you know, kind of like wintertime places you go on vacation. But my show is absolutely filmed in our local home waters, you know, and, uh, you know, we focus on the indigenous fisheries around here that people you never really see on TV, like striped bass. This year, we actually, we got a weak fish episode. We got fluke episode. We got offshore sea bass and um, just so many different fisheries we're focusing on around here with a lot of captains everyone knows in New Jersey. So I'm stoked to bring back uh, season two. And uh, hey, hey, hope hey,
0: how to Shasky How fun. Shasky Listen, it's going to be tough to beat because you know my proclivities: light tackle, small fish. That's my game. That show you did with Captain <laughs> right. Dave the Rave Show, White Perch, kicked ass last year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that was a, you know, if anyone out there knows Dave Show, the Seeking Bay Sportsman, everyone knows that he's such a character. And you want to yep. talk about a local Piney man? He is like salt of the earth, South Jersey man. But yeah, we did that White Perch episode down there. And, um, it was so much fun fishing like Mullica river and all that for white. That's what I'm saying. We do fisheries that you don't normally see on TV and that's all season one. And, uh, yeah. And that,
0: Nick, everybody can, everybody can get to the Genesis, Nick, of saltwater underground, sitting around having a beer one night in front of the fire campfire. How did it come about? Uh, so basically, you know, I've I've
2: hosted shows before on world fishing network and NBC sports and, um, You know, since I, I kind of learned the you know the industry a little bit and how to start selling television productions, and I just you know as a writer, I've always told stories, you know, through fishing, through all right. the magazines I've ever written for, and I wanted to kind of put that on on television and tell a story through the television aspect lens, and um, it, it kind of gives me more freedom to work around. I work with a great production guy, Ryan Spelk at Numskull Surf, mm-hmm. and um, you know he comes from the surfing industry, so we kind of have right. this cool vibe, energy, uh, the way energy. that we film it, and the
0: we cut and edit it. Uh, it. It's it's all energy, man. Your show is friggin' energy. Yeah. This is, by the way, the first yeah. time I've actually met Honashevsky <laughs> in person. Had the, uh, the Azuri account and Seagar account. Got a selection of lures, and who do we get? Who <laughs> get local? We want to promote this. Get these lures in the hands of the guys. And I mentioned uh, this young guy at the Fisherman, <laughs> Nick Honashevsky, also Dave uh, DeGeneres. Dick Woods says, Get him in his hands. Give the guy a call. He's, Hey, I know the area. I'll meet you at a whatever marina that was. Or was it the, I don't know, Wawa somewhere. I pull up and he, listen, here's this yellow Jeep with no roof, <laughs> no doors. I don't even think that thing had a hood. And here's this young, the, the young stud you know? there. And I said, Because I've been reading his articles now for up to a year. I said, This kid knows his bleep. And Nick, it just blossomed from there, and you you've made a name for yourself, and you keep you keep going up the charts. It's the energy, the knowledge, and you're giving out the product, man, which is top notch.
2: Yeah, yeah, all the time. That's, uh, you know, I've been doing this 23 years now. It's fun. I got into it when I was 23 years old, so you know I've been doing it 23 years, and uh, just going through the motions, man, going through the industry. I'm really just stoked to have this show out there again, and uh, the upcoming episodes. You know, like I said, yeah. uh, tomorrow, if any. Hopefully, people will watch it, but uh, we got that with Dave DeGennaro. It's going to be grass, shrimp, and weak fish. Captain Dave
0: DeGennaro. Oh, yeah. I did that with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Nigga, Nigga, be what? Because that fishery. Ha- go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. That fishery that was hotter than it was not around. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, like through the '90s with the shrimp and, and the fisher, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, shrimp and weak fish, and then and then they went ghost. So uh, Dave dialed them in last year, and I was like, man, I got to get that on camera at least for posterity, if anything. And uh, we lit them up, man. I mean, actually, we see the show what we catch there at all in Barnegat Bay, but uh, it's a true, awesome. You know, it, it's such a, a a unique technique to Barnegat Bay, and uh, we show you how to do it. and you know, fish the inlet there, but that's a you know, that's tomorrow's show, which would be really cool now to let's, watch. Listen, if, uh, let's, let's, anyone
0: wants to see it. Let's get to the psycho end of of of, of Saltwater Underground with Nick hanashevsky with Captain Two Live Crew Crudelli. What are you guys? Thirty-something <laughs> miles out sea bass, five to six footers, banging. Three, three to four seconds, and you Dude. pulled off an incredible show. Let's talk Nick, we got a couple of minutes. Tell us about that show, man. That's a knockout!
2: Dude, let me tell you this. I was just up late night editing it, so when you called me this morning, I was basically just waking up. <laughs> well, we're editing that show now, dude. You know, sometimes when you sit there and you write an article, you edit a show, something that gets you really, really fired up when you're doing it. This oh, yeah. is the episode, man. It's going to be offshore sea bass with Al Crudelli, and then uh, you know, I brought my uncle Greg Hanashevsky out there, and Sean Riley, and Jimmy Crudelli, and this show, man. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Air. Excuse me. Hondo. Yo. Yo. Hondo Hanuschewski. Oh yeah, I got the game warden out. <laughs> <laughs> I got the game board out. <laughs> Tell you man, he makes, he
0: makes a hell oh, of yes, a barbecue. We all be on
2: our best behavior, which we, <laughs> but, uh, Dude, we, wait a you see this show. I'm not gonna. There's a huge surprise in the show. Put it that way. I'm not gonna give away what we caught, but uh, there, no doubt we caught, we were going out there for offshore sea bass. You know, about 45 miles out, 50 miles out on the wrecks and. And we did a, a bang up job on those you know, fish, just, but where do you see the other fish we catch out there, man? It's pretty pretty wild, man. <laughs> if anyone's
0: gonna do it, it's Hondo, Jesse, and Crudelli, and Jimmy Crudelli as well. Uh, Sean Riley, uh, all, yeah. all excellent fishermen. Now I know I never fish with Hondo, but I know he makes a hell of a barbecue. But that's another story. We got that, <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Nick Hines, Yeah, we're going to be cooking him up. Saltwater Underground, uh, Fridays 10:30 a.m. and Sundays 4:30 a.m. and 4:30 p.m. through March on the Sportsman's Channel. Nikki, congratulations! And it's the like I said, the constellations aren't even the limit, dude. You are on your way. <laughs> Thanks. You know, anyone out there who wants to see the reruns too, they're on Waypoint
2: TV and my YouTube channel. So if you want to see season one's reruns, are on there, or just go to uh, at Nick Konieschke on Instagram. The link will be there too, if you don't mind me saying that.
0: No, <laughs> no, listeners, check out the show with Showell. I mean, with that white perch, you can make your tongue slap your yeah, brains out. I mean, crazy, you can watch all the old crazy light tackle fishing. Nicky <laughs> a nut job. I love it. Nicky, best Dude. of the family knows. <laughs> listeners, Nick has uh, two doshins that are licensed by the FBI, CIA, and all, all branches of the military. These things <laughs> these things take down UPS trucks and armored vehicles like there's no tomorrow. How did you train them to do that, Holly <laughs> <at> you. <laughs> you take care, Nick. Best <laughs> ever. We'll see you soon, man. All right, Pegs. Love you, brother. I'll talk to you. Be good. Gap answer break. Coming up, Gap and Jim Frieda, Saltwater Stripers. Fly rod time. Be right back, Rack and Fin Radio. Now earlier in the show we were talking about the fly fishing show that's coming up next weekend. Perusing the 51 seminars, 51 seminars. This weekend is can make your head explode, all the information. You want to get into fly fishing, you're into fly fishing, want to improve the game, want to find out some things, some some species that you never fish for. This is the place to be. Yeah, a bit of a ride from the Rack and Fin Radio area, but so what? Hey, you can be anywhere in New Jersey, what, an hour and a half, two hours, top to bottom, north to south, east to west. One seminar in particular... Struck my attention because it is, you know, more and more people ask me about, Tom P., how do you get into that striper fly fishing game? You see people down here around the Ocean City area, down to Cape May or Avalon, especially back in the ICW or in Barnegat Bay along the Sedge Islands, trying for the stripers with the flyer but also the blues. Well, there's a seminar. It's going to be, one's going to be on Friday the 28th at 445. The other one's going to be Saturday uh, the 29th at 130, both in the facility's strike room. By Captain Jim Frida. It's called, I just love this, New Jersey Striped Bass Blitzes, September to December, Baits, Flies, and Mayhem. I said, that is pure Frida. I've known Jim for going on, wow, five decades. Uh, Captain Jim is a U.S. uh, Coast Guard licensed captain. Owner of Shorecatch Sport Fishing out of Manasquan Inlet. He's been fishing the Jersey Inshore and Offshore. Hasn't been that long. My God, four decades. Targeting stripers, blues, false albacore. They will rip your face off, people. Bluefin and yellowfin tuna and mahi. Uh, his 21-year-old Tommy is his mate. Now, the last time I saw Tommy, he was about, it was at a, a Garden State Outdoor show. He was about 10 or 11 and, man, at that age, this youngster had the fire in his eyes. You can see it. And I understand he is one hell of a fisherman himself, and I believe he's also a captain. Now, back to Jimmy. Captain Frieda's on the nationwide elite pro staff of St. Croix Rods. The people, that ain't easy to get on. Trust me. He's also pro staff for Nomad Design Tackle. We had Nomad on a couple of weeks ago. Now About three weeks ago, rather. Uh, Sproga, Magatsu, lures M. Fisher Plugs, Tony Maja, the Maja spoon, and the Outriggers. Uh, among others. And Jimmy's a seminar speaker besides the George Poveromo uh, World of Saltwater uh, Sport Fishing Seminar Series. Jim was one of the guest panelists on that. He speaks at the Fly Fishing Show, as we know, the Garden State Outdoor Show, uh, the World Fishing and Outdoor Show up there in Suffern. I wonder if that's going to be coming off this year. And also one of the top draws at the Saltwater Expo. Fingers crossed that's going to be coming up in a few weeks, I believe. And, uh, Jimmy's also been like I'm, I'm. This is crazy. I'm taking up all this time, but I want to give you the background on this guy who used to watch the back gate at Mount Carmel School in Orange on South Center Street. Okay, and he's also been on the Bloomberg Network out of New York, and he is an accomplished book author. Two of his best-selling books: one, fishing the Jersey coast, by far and away, like so it's been out twenty years, I guess. Still. The definitive tome on fishing the Jersey coast. And he's also co-author of Saltwater Fishing, A Tactical Approach, A Guide for the Beach and Boat Fisherman. He penned that with Captain Gene Quigley and noted surf guy beyond, I don't know how many generations, Shell E. Karras. Mary mother of God after all that. I have Jimmy on the line right now, very special guest. haven't seen him in so many years, but this is the man that won the guy. You want a seminar, saltwater Fly Fishing, Stripers, this is, listen, I'm telling you, it's worth the $18 admission fee just to get to see Jimmy and listen to his seminar. Captain Frieda, how you doing, man? Long time no see. How you been? Good,
3: Tommy. Doing really good, man. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we go back a long way to those patrol boys that is <laughs> right at the parking lot at the school, at the elementary school. Yeah, yeah that was all really good. Jim, done, good.
0: as I mentioned earlier, I saw it in your son's eyes when, when me and the lovely Dean Maybe we saw you at the, at the outdoor. Uh, yeah. it's a, uh-huh. And Denise says, Boy, that kid looks fired up. I said, Babe, I'm known as dad. The antecedents are, are too exceptional. This kid's going to be it. And Tommy has quite a reputation himself, Cap.
3: Oh yeah, he's uh he's a rock star in the industry right now. He's yeah. uh, going for his captain's license right this this year okay. because last year he get covid shut the course down while he was in it. So uh He's retaking it, but he's uh, mating for me. He mates on some major big boats also. He mates on uh, Mution. Mution, Mushin, Captain Allen Lee. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he's going to be working for him this spring uh, and this this, this summer and fall. And he's been on the Eagle. He's been on uh, the big Mohawk he made it on. He's made it on waterproof. So he's got tons of experience. Uh, and you know what? I learn from that kid every day. You know, I want some technical stuff. I wanna know something. What it's, rod, what wheel, what yeah. do you recommend? I mean he's 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 worked at the real seed in Brehel. He gives yeah. me the answer. I don't even look anywhere else. I just <laughs> call him up and I get it. He you said know, him. I trust him. That's the thing. Yeah. I trust. I trust his knowledge and trust what he said.
0: Listeners, Jimmy has uh, or Tommy rather has certainly earned his bones. My mistake. I, I know he was taking the captain's course. I assumed he made it because the kids an ace. Listeners, on a January edition of the Fisherman Magazine, that is Tommy Frieda there because he also does the freshwater thing, which I love, Jimmy Frieda. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. You started me out there. Uh, we, we got uh, those you started me we, out. Yeah, we, still, we, right still, we sort of started together because I didn't know the area. We had just moved to Orange from Newark. My bones were made at Branchbrook Park Lake, also going up to High Point, You know, Campbell with my late great Uncle Tom who just passed away. Uncle Tom, man, we mentioned your name here. And, uh, you know, you know, fishing for the Sunnies in the stock trout. But, Jim, we, we messed it, man. Listen, every Monday, every Monday in the spring, starting from opening day a school close, the first week in June, second week, whatever it was, we were comparing fishing notes. Remember that, Jim? Comparing the notes. Carp, goldfish, sunny, suckers, trout, whatever, catfish. Well, Jim, let's get to your seminar. It's going to be a monster. New Jersey striped bass, blitzes, September to December, baits, flies, and mayhem. You're one of the the key guides that specializes in fly fishing for the line siders. When now did did you kick into that?
3: Uh, When I moved down to the shore here in uh, 1980, I moved down here in – started to just soak up everything I could, you know, about saltwater fishing, uh, right. like a sponge and, uh, just saw, you know, the size of the fish that you could catch on a fly rod, you know, compared to the size of the trout we were catching, you know, it yeah. just, the adrenaline rush was just incredible. And, and, and it's never, I've never lost it. You know, yep. when you get hooked up on the fly rod, it feels like you're holding that fish by the tail. Exactly. That's the neat thing about it. You <laughs> exactly know? it, right. it, it right, right there. And, uh, so it's been a lot of fun and my seminar is gonna focus on the key time when it's the easiest time of this year to catch a, a striped bass on the fly rod. And that's gonna be in the fall. Jim, you're that's gonna be in the fall when they're migrating right. and they're 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 feeding and they're gorging themselves in their preparation to their, their journey back down south.
0: Listen, join us on a live very special guest is Captain Jim Frieda, owner shore catch sport fishing out of Madasquan his seminar going to be two days going to be the Friday and Saturday the 28th and 29th at the fly fishing uh, show it's going to be up there in I believe that's Edison striped bass blitzes September to December baits flies and mayhem now jim you're going to compact your seminars or let's just try no matter the, no matter the venue it's basically standing room only when Frida's up there at the podium with the you know the, the powerpoint whatever you want to call it tremendous Tremendous presentation, believe me. I sneak in, in the back and I learn and I leave. It's just amazing, Jim. You're compacting 40 years of an ever-changing, ever-evolving sport, be it fly fishing for stripers, into that hour, whatever it is, seminar. How do you pick and choose the topics, when, how, where, and what to use? Go, brother.
3: Well, I just look at it chronologically. You know, what happens from September to to December? What baits do we see first that trigger? Trigger, trigger the bite, that trigger the feed, and you know we're gonna we're gonna go from mullet to to uh, that we see in September to the to to bay anchovies and spearing that, that drive our September and October blitzes, and then as we move into uh, later in the fall and in October and November we start to see the peanut bunker come out, mm-hmm. and um, we start to see some uh, sand eels, and 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 then you know we're gonna we're gonna end with the big sea herring that we see running along the beach and in December. So, um, you know, this year and, uh, I got some, tre- we, we had some tremendous blitzes in November and December right. uh, with the, peanut bunker along the beach and the video that I, that I captured and I have, have in the program is worth the price of a mission, you know, in itself.
0: Plus it's, you're not going to learn from anyone more qualified and a better and an educator, Jim's a teacher. Then you will at this seminar. New Jersey striped bass blitz is September to December. Bates flies in mayhem. It's going to be the fly fishing show next weekend. Jimmy's seminar is going to be Friday and Saturday. Well, Jim, you're tossing flies basically the size of songbirds, if not bigger. I mean that that's a that's a whole method into itself, is it not? I mean, can that be somewhat daunting to a novice?
3: Yes, it is, and uh, you know the the. The casting, you know, when we're in the boat, see, the key is you don't have to be a make any hero cast in the boat. You know, I'll have the boat uh, do the work for you. You put the fly in the water. We can mend that fly out. We can have the boat drift away. We can let that line go down uh to about 30 feet in the water column and all you got to do is start stripping Mm -hmm. you know um you know so it's 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 still it's still fun now the purist may say well that's not fly fishing you're not casting Uh, you know well what you know guys want (laughs) to guys want to bend the rod i don't care how we bend the rod you know as far as there's there's no rules i don't have to do it this way you know i'm going to put you in the fish on the fish and you're going to get the fish on the end of that fly rod is what we're going to do so uh, I'm going to teach a, a method. I call it stack mending that we do, and that's exactly what it is with a with a weighted fly line, like a 350 grain uh, fly line, where you cast it out the best you can. You strip all the fly line in the water, another 50 yards of backing, and like I said, you let the boat, the wind, the wind push the boat away from the line, and once that line comes tight, mm-hmm. that's when you start stripping, and 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 and, and with that with that amount of line line out, I, like I said, you're down about 30 feet. We can get you down about 30 feet. We're fishing over maybe uh, 40 to 50 feet of water, so you're covering a lot of water vertically, and there you, you go. Know, the, you're almost guaranteed to see a strike.
0: Well, Jim, just prior to that run, now in September, you know, late August, September into early October. Great sport on the fly rod for stripers in the back. Now, I've, I've caught them on a the fly rod right back there in, um, you know, up your area. was that long, what's that, Mattisquan River Dog Beach back in Glimmerglass Channel. Nothing big. Now, but we've seen some nice-sized bass coming out along the sedge banks in Barnegat Bay. You know, again, on, you know, not big. Feet. Some keepers, you know, 28 to 29, 30 inches. But that's a sport unto itself back there, Correct. Yes,
3: it is. And uh, that's the staging area. I mean, that's where all your baits are going to pour out. of. You know, your peanut bunker are back there all summer long. Right. You know, and then once you get that, those moons in uh, in, in late October, November, they're coming out. Spearin', spearing are going to push. Anchovies are going to push. You know, so um, you, you're you're back there. It's key, and especially at night when there's no boat traffic. So, uh, during the day, if there's a lot of boat traffic, you're right. Right, it, it's going to be tough. Fish are going to be pushed down. But at night, we'll go back there at night, you know, and and you'll just you can just hear the bass exploding. You can hear the right. bass sipping. We go down to the boat sometimes in the dark at four o'clock to get ready at four o'clock in the morning, all around the marina. I don't even have to take <laughs> the guys <out>. Right. <laughs> you know, we just fish right there, right in between the boat slips.
0: Okay, Cap. You know, Jim, your schedule is, uh, you know, it's. What, what do you call it? It's like basically, in hyperdrive. Between your seminar series, your writing. Listen, by the way, Jimmy's article you see him in the Fisherman Magazine, actually on the water, saltwater sportsman. The guy's an excellent writer. Gets to the point. I like guess fishing gets to the point. Gets you on the fish. Now, Jimmy, I, I don't know, you're you're chartering, I assume, but do you have any dates left? I mean, the, the 2022 must be pretty much booked. Do you have any openings with Cedilio?
3: Yeah, well, I, I have
0: I have some openings left,
3: but you know, you know, all clients that I have last year, the year before, I have so many returning clients, my dates are limited, so. You know, if anyone's interested, now's the time to call because once after these shows, you know, this show and then the Edison show and I'm doing the Canyon Runner show again this year, you know, dates go, dates go quick. So, you know, don't wait till it's, you know, too late, you know, when the action's already happening, you get closed out. If you're going to book a charter with anyone, now's the time to do it. Me or someone else, another charter cabin. there's plenty of great guys around here you can get on a boat with. So now's the time to act. Now's the time to do it.
0: Jim, you mentioned, again, repeat business. And say the past. Let me let's give it. Let's say decade, round number. The past ten years, have you seen the fly right end of things in salt water? Has that been growing, staying flat? Uh, what's the deal? What do you think?
3: I, no, I don't see it uh, really exploding and growing like it was back in the uh, back in the nineties. Here, Um, you know guys, you know, they they don't care how they catch a fish. So we, you know, I provide every opportunity, you know, with the fly rod. I love to get guys on the fly rod, show them how it's done. You know, we'll go out there, we'll start with spinning rods, they'll be hooking up. I say, look, here, let me show you. Take this fly rod, now tell me what this feels like compared to that spinning rod. So,
0: yeah. And we, Frida, we do it all. Conventional Frida,
3: spin, fly.
0: Frida, let me interrupt you a second. My cousin Mario, we call him Bones, Bones Rossi. Right. To this day, I just saw him uh, unfortunately, it was at my my um my uncle's our, our uncle's uh, funeral. We we're talking about it on the side there. To this day, you ready? And this is a good rendition of my cousin Mary, who I love dearly. Damn! that's my family. Tom Dale. Dale, remember Freda with the bluefish on the fly rod? I thought my arms were getting pulled off. Holy God! To this day, Frida, he talks about, that's what, 15, 20 years ago?
3: Yeah, it was. Yep.
0: (laughs) I never Uh, saw a bluefish that big. He was used to catching snappers while we're crabbing, and Frida has him on 15 to 18-pound bluefish on the fly rod. Jim, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you, your your experiences with people are they're just size forever in memory. Listeners, that's next week at the Fly Fishing Show, Friday the 28th at 445 in the strike room. Jim Frieda, New Jersey Stripe Bass Blitzes, September to December. Bates flies in mayhem, and it is mayhem. And also Saturday at 1.30 again in the strike room. Uh, Jim Frieda's outstanding seminar. You go to it, you're going to be hooked on stripers with the fly rod forever. Trust me on that. Okay, Jim, before I let you go, two questions one when's your next book out dude come on come on we need a book uh, no, come on I'm come on jim come on come on jimmy come on
3: <laughs> just articles just articles i'm solely for the mags right now no i don't have enough time to to sit down and get another book together but uh you know it, 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 it it's 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 just the articles right now if i do ever go to another book i think it's going to be from a from a from a biblical or god perspective in terms of fishing and what he's given uh-huh. us and that the, the gifts that we have to enjoy in his blessing.
0: Fair enough. Listen, if you can find the books, if you can find them, Fishing the Jersey Coast and Saltwater Fishing, a Tactical Approach, a Guide for the Beach and Boat Fisherman. Now, Captain to pen that with Captain Gene Quigley and legendary surf angler, and jetty angler, Shell E. Karras. Okay, now, Jim, before I let you go, how are Carmen, Debbie, and Patty?
3: Uh, uh, they're all good. They're all good. All good, man. My, we we, uh, we, all just got together for my, my cousin's... Uh, Wedding, you know, well, whole family, all of all of us. My mom and dad are still still alive. God bless them. God bless them.
0: ninety three. I, I said, yeah. free to the antecedents. Come on, man. Unless there's one thing. Now there are mean dogs. There are viciously mean dogs, and there are super viciously super mean dogs. And one was named Gypsy at Mount Carmel School. That yeah. I mean, she took down UPS guys back then, mailmen. She took down <laughs> garbage trucks. Every... Jimmy's younger brother Carmen. For whatever reason, this dog loved him to no end, could do no wrong. Even the priests were afraid of his dog. You see the Franciscan yeah. friars running up the stairs tripping over the rosary beads pretty much. Carmen showed up and the dog was boop. Jimmy, what was his magic with that dog? Did he ever tell you to like feed her kibbles and bits? What what was that? <laughs> no, I
3: don't know, but I remember you remember that well. You brought back some some nice memories there. I remember that now.
0: I remember getting chased. Hey, man! Yeah. <laughs>
3: well,
0: yeah. Captain Jim Free. To look forward to seeing you next week, my brother. You be good. Listeners, you can't miss this seminar at the Fly Show next week. You will be hooked forever with the long rod with the Stripers. Jimmy, take care. See you soon, brother.
3: Thanks, Tom P. See Love you. you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Way long on that segment. What I'll tell you, this guy is a, just an incredible fishing and an all-around beautiful person. Just, just a, just a great guy. And hey, that'll do it for this week. I'm racking Finn, right with me, Tom P. Get out there and enjoy it. Weather's a little gnarly, so what? Small game season still open, so we'll have some waterfowl seasons open. I can't wait. I know the, the lake goose season still going. I cannot wait for that conservation order hunt to start in, what, a couple of weeks, the six, 15th or 16th, I believe. That shall be something. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless law enforcement and first responders. See you next week. Rack and Finn Radio.